0: Welcome to Dealing with the Germans. My name is Anders. And I'm Philip. Today we're going to talk about a very current theme here in Europe and in Germany, and it's the summer festivals, the the music festivals. Europe is a place where many music festivals, big music festivals, are held throughout the summer. And I guess Philip, it, 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 it comes actually. the idea comes from Woodstock back in:
1: Is that what it is? Are they fascinated with the with the festival that happened or woodstock? I, th-
0: I think that was the first big the first big thing that kind of kind of um, got the the, the the wheels going here in Europe. and and in in my native Denmark, the Roskilde festival is it's probably Europe's biggest festival. Okay. At the moment, with about a hundred thousand visitors every year, but um, in Germany there's a over the past couple of decades, it's been a, a great tradition for for uh, just just one or two day festivals, um, still with a lot of of, uh, of visitors, yeah. uh, up to, yeah well, almost a hundred thousand people in the crowd.
1: Well, I know that the Woodstock is sort of like um, the precursor to what we have as modern, modern festivals, but I was always under the impression that here in Europe, because of the, of the history of the classical music, that this concept of open air, which is another thing we should talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a different type of, of concert, because obviously yeah. a festival is big production, but an open air, it's um, when there's just a concert outside. Yes, and That's those have a, been happening for uh, centuries, right? I mean, since the days when um, Bach. I'm pretty sure he was out there. <laughs> open air.
0: He was back then. He was the big, the big rock star.
1: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe Mozart and Beethoven around this. Maybe it was more of their thing. But I yeah. think it was about sort of um, exposing that music or letting it out, right?
0: yeah i i i i don't know if, it, if if in fact i don't know if it was held outside back then because back then um the audience weren't were were that not like more like an upper class thing yeah. that that you had and 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 i don't think they were it it wasn't really they didn't like to spend time outside in the sun did they <laughs> so <laughs> they you know they would sit in their fancy yeah. castles and And so, so I'm I'm not sure that it would that they have a a hundred year old tradition for having outdoor music festivals. Um, No, but but you're you're right.
1: Some of these uh, schlosses, these uh, kind of palaces, they have um, big gardens where they would sort of a. Yes, I mean it could be that initially it was mostly for the high class, but I know that in the in the times. there was some sort of struggle to sort of put that music out for the common folk. Too.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And you can see it in sort of like renditions of some of the, I guess you would call them classical works, but yes. they were sort of, um, I don't know, cartoonified for general audiences just to be able to expose it.
0: Yes. So, um, but but the thing, the, the interesting thing about um, the, the musical, the, the music festivals, I think is the way that that uh, also that the, the Germans they organize these things uh, nowadays because of, as we've often um, talked about before the Germans they they like to have they like to have things in order they like yeah. to have you know an organized way of of dealing with things and this this is particularly seen in um, in 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 musical in music festivals because you have this Fenced area of, you know, probably a couple of fields uh, from that they, that they rent from from a farmer, and, yep. and within these perimeters the festival is held, and anything outside is is still you know the normal, the normally the normal order. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think
1: they're fencing off the, the craziness uh, from uh, the outside world. Yeah. but I you know, find it interesting that in this, f- um, especially like the two-day or three-day festivals where they have camping available, mm-hmm. yes. sometimes I think people show up beforehand to camp the night before. Yeah, yeah. It's, the camping situation is very um, chaotic. Yes, it is. Like it's sort of like a free-for-all, find your own spot, set up your own tent. yeah. And not sort of like uh, you know in a grid sort of rows of tents, which has been my experience. Uh, I went to Coachella um, in California, and you get you know there's a you drive your car in if you're doing car part um, car camping, mm-hmm. and they put you in a grid. And here, every time I've walked to some of these festivals, it's just it's just chaos, it's like a maze.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it depends on, on, on which festival you, you, you go to because I know uh, there, there are festivals in, in, in other parts of Europe where they, they in fact, do that with, with a grid. In order oh, they to, do? Yeah, and you're, you're assigned a, a space for your tent or your camper van or whatever you come in. Um, you get
1: a little grid spot and then you. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's the right way to do it.
0: That's, that's yours for the week. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Cause so, my experience with those chaotic times has only been from rocking part. There's, there's a big concert where it sort of kicks off, mm-hmm. kicks off in summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's um, it was originally like a, a rock metal, like a heavier stuff, but it's become more pop. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a, there is the sister concert that happens, Rocking Rings. Mm-hmm. And that happens sort of north. I don't know which is which, but I know those two concerts yeah. are put together. Um, here in Regensburg, down here also, they have something called the Viking Fest, yeah. which is sort of... But but that's sort of like the motif of this, of this modern rock and roll um, shows. It's usually guys that are like with really long hair, they like to listen to heavy music, they like to drink a lot, and... It's sort of like um, a, a free-for-all concert, uh, usually metal music, because I know we have Wacken, right? Wacken is one of the big metal festivals here.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, there's this sort of medieval rock metal fest thing. Um, but there seem to be a lot of those around, and, and, and that seems to be... It's, it's interesting to me to see, also because it's a subculture. It's not pop music. It's a subgenre, especially if you're like into the really, really heavy stuff. Yeah, and um, you know, it's it's an acquired taste. I don't think heavy metal's for everybody, um, and maybe that's why their tents are more chaotic than in these other festivals where yeah. they're at. What are the other festivals? That you um,
0: know, about? I, 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 well, I know there are a lot of classical, uh, and as you mentioned already, pop, and and there there are medieval festivals. I mean, they 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 are. It's it's about medieval music, but it's also about the the clothing and the the the, the cooking, uh, the lifestyle, the, the craftsmanship. Uh, so you have like arts and crafts that that uh, you, you can experience in these festivals. Okay. And and again, it's it's a fenced off area, and it's within like a weekend, starting Friday afternoon to Sunday evening. And and in those two days, two and a half days, it's. You you just live out the dream and you just step into that universe, <laughs> and then back to work on Monday.
1: Uh, right. so, so then they wear the traditional clothing, right? That's, that's yeah, yeah. Part yeah, of yeah. the whole thing.
0: Yes, exactly. And you and you can buy the food and you can buy the clothes and listen to the music and.
1: and you so get like a big like leg uh, on a boat. You know, like a. I feel like this is sort of the thing you would get, like a big chicken breast or big chicken thigh you know just it <laughs> like <a white laughs> you could probably
0: you can probably do that <laughs> as well yeah <laughs> eat like they did back then
1: <laughs> god me yeah Wow, well,
0: but it's kind of fascinating because if, if you are into like subcultures or sub genres of music there's i would say there's literally something for for everyone here
1: yeah, yeah. actually coming up i think um, there's this festival called Jim Camp. It's in, I want to say it's north of Munich, but I might be wrong. Um, it might be, because I know there's a lake nearby. Anyways, Gym Camp is sort of more of an electronic music festival. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, Germans really like techno. Uh, electronic music is a big thing here. Um, I've been, uh, been sort of exposed, but there's another one that happens near to us, there's a lake called the Brombase over here, mm-hmm. and so they'll have Burning Beach, which is it's kind of misleading because it's not a beach; <laughs> it's a lake. <laughs> yes, but it's the whole idea I think about like just being close to a body of water and, you
2: know, yeah. you know
1: flip flops and listening to techno music and dancing yeah, around. Exactly. But the open airs, um, I think this is it's different than the open airs because we've had some open air, also techno related shows. So, I guess it's like techno during the daytime. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. Did, did, are you familiar with the concept of white
1: parties? Uh, it's just where everyone dresses up in white.
0: Yes, exactly. And,
1: now, and there's two that I know either when it's just sort of formal and you get dressed up in white, mm-hmm. and then there's the other ones where it's mixed with um, what do they call it? Foam. Mm hmm. So, I get that's more of a foam party, but they've also sort of themed it sometimes white because foam is white and people like to get dressed.
0: But I think that's, at least the the, the ones that I'm familiar with, it's more, you know, these white parties are held in like stadiums and then it's just one evening and then you have like 30,000 attendees and and they're all dressed in white.
1: That's totally different.
0: That's that's different, okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And why do they call it a white party then?
0: Because everybody's dressed in white, and, and that's still the
1: theme, right?
0: Yeah, and then and it's just a um, like like a DJ, uh, okay, throwing off the techno
1: beat and uh, in a big, uh, yeah. in a big arena.
0: Exactly, exactly. Okay. But it's not a it's not a festival, like you know, in the traditional form. Yeah, because a festival in 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 my the way I see a festival is like over more days and it's it's usually held outside um, i
1: agree with you yeah. i think festivals should be multiple days yeah definitely at least two exactly um, the idea of having a single day festival seems like uh, just maybe just a concert it,
0: exactly exactly and, yeah. and, and 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 i think um it it it, it it's part of the of, of the experience of a festival to 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 be camping, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't shower for a couple of days. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. You should. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the attendees for the for the bigger ones, they, they don't they don't they don't shower for a week.
1: That's so, so funny. We had um I had some coworkers um at this last job that I had that they went to the Nuremberg Rocking Park
2: Festival. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, we, Stephanie and I were still living in Nuremberg. So we told them, yeah, if you need a shower, just come by the house. And I think they did, like, in the middle of the day, they took the tram. It was like a direct um, line to our house, and they walked a couple of feet. They went to take, the two girls went to take showers. And uh, yeah, it was better, because I think, yeah, they mentioned how disgusting it was. It is. Being in the campgrounds and everybody is. Sweating and drinking from the day it 's a wild
0: though. it
1: is, it wild is. but I th-
0: but i think um I, th- I think if 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 someone comes to to germany and, and and wants to experience a festival they should they should absolutely try this, this is this is highly recommendable because it 's it's a different side of the German culture or the European yeah. culture in general. And that, I'm pretty sure, you know, in the, in the U.S. You have, you have festivals that are almost alike, I mean, to, to, to the ones that we have here.
1: Yeah, and prior to moving to Europe, I think that I was sort of in this, like, in this sort of idea of like, oh, this is what we do here in, uh, in Europe. And of course, I had heard about like Ibiza. Which is more of like the European idea of like what a big, um, that's also technically not a festival, but it's a hybrid because it's multiple days,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's in an island, it's also, it also involves camping, maybe some hotel. But when I came to Europe, yeah, I was just ex- sort of surprised in, you know, Croatia, Belgium, um, all of these big things that happen. I think when. Once you start breaking away from whatever confines of your ex- experiences, you start realizing, oh, you know, other people are having the, the same experience as we are. Maybe they're doing it differently. Exactly. But yeah, the whole communal experience of being together and party raging it up, as I would say. That's raging.
0: Yeah. yeah. Exactly, so so. Do you have any uh, personal experience with with um,
1: music festivals? Here in Germany, only the open airs. The cla- There's a thing that happens. I have. I want to say that most towns will have this, right? A classic open air, mm-hmm. and it'll be a long day. So maybe that's a good way to get started. Yeah. If you have a one day thing, because you'll usually there'll be sitting areas around the orchestra. Yeah. But there will also be. Uh, areas where you can bring a tent and it's very popular for you to show up maybe in the afternoon set up a tent you know and the show doesn't start maybe until four or five and then uh, you know you let it you stay there until the night mm-hmm. and it gets dark and usually there's fireworks for the culmination of all this um and I was gonna go to this rock rock and park festival one time um well it was offered for me to go and um I don't know, I think I was, I was recently, I had just recently arrived in Germany, so I was yeah. more prioritizing the job than been going out. But I don't really have any big, big um, festival experiences aside from the sort of um, techno subgenres. I'm really fascinated about the the rock, the festivals. Mm-hmm. So I know that walking walk-in Festival, I'm, I hope I'm saying that right, um, it's one of the big major um, festivals that happen, mm-hmm. um, and I'd like to go check that out maybe if Slayer comes to play or something. Yeah, somebody like that.
0: <clears throat> That's another thing that now you're mentioning a a, a band name. Um, many of the, of of the biggest rock bands and and pop pop acts. They they really enjoy playing at festivals. It, I've heard from yeah. from from people in the music business. It's it's um, quite attractive, both because all bands, all all artists, they they like to play in front of a big crowd, and a festival is is always a good way to do that because. Let's be honest some of these um, bands they would not be able to gather like 80 to 100,000 people you know that they couldn't do that alone but uh, when they play on, in a festival
2: yeah.
0: um, that that's different people are there anyway and maybe they are there for an act that will be playing later that same evening or the day yeah. after but but still there are a lot of people in front of the stage so that's, that's quite attractive for, for many many musicians and artists to, you know, to, to do that. Also, so you're
1: talking about the sort of the, the beginner acts or the sort of like less known acts yes. that are sort of piggybacking on the fact that they're a festival because they're going to go see. Yeah, exactly. People are coming to see a headliner. Exactly. Because I, I think that was the same way when I grew up. Um, that's music discovery, right? Cause now, yeah. we have, now I use Spotify and I can find music there. But when I was a kid, I used to go to the Vance Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. And it was this is um, also a big concert, and um, that yeah, it would be basically one stadium, two stages, and you would sort of jump back and forth. Yeah, you would have one side of the state or one side of the area play have a band, and when that's over, everyone sort of migrate to the other side, exactly, where the other band would start playing. <laughs> to keep it sort of going yeah. without having to worry about the, you know, ch- changes on stage yeah, yeah. between bands. But yeah, you're right. I was there, there were bands that I wanted to see and then there was bands that I just discovered that. Exactly. That was really wonderful.
0: That um, you know, I remember now that you mentioned it I've, you know, every time you go to a normal concert, there's always like a supporting act or very yeah. often there's a supporting act and oftentimes I've I've discovered new names there as well. I mean, uh, it's usually an, an up-and-coming act that you know right. f- follows the the main act f- on a certain leg of a tour, and and you know it's it's a good way to to get um, to get spotted in the in the, you know in the main crowd to um, yeah. to get your name and your, and your music out. So yeah, and and festivals work just like that as well. They 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 are. Absolutely, a, a, a very attractive um, platform for up and coming artists.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's um, that same sort of format, but in a lower scale, I've also experienced. There is, um, here in Germany, they have these things, they're called Youth Centers. Uh, wait, Jutes I'm sorry, I butchered that. <laughs> youth Centers. and Basically, what it is, it's for um, essentially a building. Um, in a small adult plot, um, I wouldn't call it a villa, not so big, but they have, um, they're basically structured for the young people, mm-hmm. for them to have a place to go and have recreational activity. And also during the summertime, they will have youths fest, And this is where bands get to play. Um, I think that that's another great way. Uh, I know this band, I got, got to meet them last, uh, earlier this year. They're called, they're called the Analog Birds. And their music, even though it's a bit electronic, it's also very um, organic, hence the name, the analog Birds. And it's spelled in German, so it might be kind of hard to find online. But they are playing a lot of these festivals. Mm -hmm. Um, i met the guy uh, who runs the record label where they're publishing their music, and he he was telling me exactly what you just told me. (laughs) These festivals allow them to get a new audience, allows them to do... um, Record sales there, mm-hmm. you know, they can sell their music, and it's yeah, it's a great opportunity for for bands to get known mm-hmm. exactly. in a place where you know you're going there maybe because you've gone to this youth centrum all the time. There's always concerts there, mm-hmm. but there's visiting bands that are sort of like traveling, they get a chance to get exposed yeah. to this crowd. That's true. Yeah, I think music needs to be experienced that way. Y-
0: yeah, I agree. I agree you have to um and well in 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 general not just at festivals but but in general germany uh, i would say not only in the summertime but but uh, throughout the year germany is a, is a ha, has many musical um events many musical events i mean you you there's always in any big city there's always a concert there's always something going on for and there's always and an, a chance for you to experience a live musical act. It's it's yeah. really not hard to find. Just if you come to any city in Germany, just you know go online and, and check what's going on uh, tonight, and you you will you will. It's very likely that you will find something interesting.
1: Yeah. So did you do a lot of uh, festivals when you were younger
0: yeah yeah i did um not many but a but a couple of you know um, once or twice every every summer i would go to to see like, either an open air concert or I'd go to a festival the big um many day festivals like week long mm-hmm. festivals i've only done that once um because it was simply back then it was even for me i was I was just having a part time job and I was still be in school and stuff, so it was very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tickets are quite costly um, also because <clears throat> particularly in recent years the, the 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 tickets have become increasingly costly because nowadays then i would say the past 10 years it's it's one of the only ways a a, a musical act can earn money so i think their fee, yeah. i think their fees have gone you know sky high sky high, sky high. Yeah. back when i was even, even back when i was attending a, a festival it was it was still not you know, the record industry still would be able to make some money on record sales but the yeah. tickets were still costly. I mean, it would it would it cost me a significant part of of my um, of my, my my salary back then to to go to the festival. Also, because it's not just a ticket; it's also you know you need food, you need to get there,
1: um, yeah, that's right, you know,
0: drinks, whatever. It, it was all it was all a rather expensive experience, but a good one nevertheless. It was it
1: was fun. But, uh, I think that that's sort of how um, I, I think that's how I started interpreting the experience at Coachella. Coachella was one of those festivals. I remember in ninety nine uh, the very first one. I want to say the tickets they were not too high but they, I mean it was still I want to say that there was at least a hundred bucks that'd be over a hundred bucks now they're are three hundred bucks yeah uh, tickets um, you know so you can see in, in the in the years that it's been there, uh, that it's been increasing. Yeah. Um, and then I was always sort of like a bougie uh, person and decided to get a hotel, so that's an additional cost. Um, but the festivals that I went to as a teenager for the Warp Vents Tour, for example, that was, um, I want to say those tickets were maybe 60 or 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. It was a really good deal. And I do remember that when I was younger, that it was cost-effective because you would get to see uh, at least two, three headliners that you would really want to see. Yeah. Um, but when I got older and I started going to Coachella and I started seeing all these people going there, and not only that, but seeing how expensive it had gotten, mm-hmm. or increasingly expensive year after year it got, yeah.
2: there,
1: um, I thought to myself, this is why, this is going to be like, our versions of cruises, like um, I when you go on a cruise, you have a lot of amenities and you get a lot of activities, but it also feels like it's a big expenditure. Yeah, you know, and so I've I would say this is after looking at some total of you know what it would uh, cost to do all of this stuff. Um, I started thinking, yeah, I could easily go on a cruise ship mm-hmm. for a couple of days. Yes, you know. With this kind of money, but um, yeah instead we're having this this camping experience. Yeah, actually, in 2010, when I went back to Coachella, that was I, went to, I was staying at a hotel. I ran into a friend of mine who was there, he was there camping, so I was able to go to his campsite with that, and I really liked it. He encouraged me to try the camping with him the following year, so we did that, and that was a really nice. Quite different uh, experience because I remember that one year with him in his campsite, um, and then uh, the second one. And I think the best thing about it was that I didn't have to drive back to the hotel mm-hmm. because obviously, if you're drinking at a festival, you have to pace yourself. Because at the end of the night, even if you have to r- drive 15 minutes to get to the hotel, you know you don't want to be doing that intoxicated. No, so no, 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 no. With this other, um, the second year when I camped. Yeah, it was nice. I, you know, I think that I didn't have to worry about not having that last beer, or you know, or stopping at a certain point. Yeah, you know, just had the last beer and went to bed, and it was nice and comfy. And then the festival didn't really start until later in, so I think you could sleep in, and, but you'd have to make an effort to get up and go to the shower. <laughs> yes, it'd be a long line. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's quite an experience.
0: The, the whole um, toilet and, and shower area, that's just something that, you know, well, you have well, to... It's very
1: different from where it was in Woodstock, which we mentioned earlier this year. Yeah. Or, sorry, we mentioned earlier this talk. Yeah, it's, it's, it gets a little more modernized. I also want to point out, when you're traveling in Europe, you might find people that have the bracelets... From this festival, oh yeah, right? they collect them. Most of the time, <laughs> yeah, and it's just like a rainbow yeah. of all the different bracelets, of all the different stuff that they've got.
0: Yeah, you see, you see that it, it, some of you know some of them they 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 go to two or three festivals each summer, and then yeah. after like five years, they've got like fifteen to twenty <laughs> bracelets because yeah. they, it, it's kind of a prestige thing to be able to show. You know, the insiders, oh, I went to this, 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 and this. Oh, you were there that year. Oh, and Iron Maiden played. Yeah, that was great.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that common connection will bond people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I've never been one of those people that really enjoys keeping it on there. I just rip it off as soon as I'm done.
0: Yeah. You like yeah.
1: carrying stuff on your wrist, right?
0: You. Yeah, I do. Um, um, yeah, I usually have like uh, bracelets and, and, you know... Yeah. With with the uh, pearls and, and and stuff, yeah. It's it's um, it's the, the the modern European man, Philip. It's we <laughs> we carry jewelry, we, we, we carry jewelry. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's yeah. the man's jewelry, or the man's accessoires. accessories,
1: accessories. Oh. Yeah, or well, the festival uh, goers' uh, adornment of their past yeah. journeys. Now it's, it's really good. Yeah, what what can we give? Uh, what kind of advice can we give to people that are coming?
0: I would say um, uh, check out um, f- f- European festivals online um, before you before you come to to Germany, and, and and check out if there are any festivals in the area um, that you intend to visit, um, and and then then I would just say go for it if you if you can afford it because it is it is rather costly.
1: Um, to afford it, I would recommend looking to early bird tickets. Yeah. This might not work for the spontaneous traveler, no, no. you know, but if you are planning your trip to Germany ahead of time, mm-hmm. some of these metal festivals or some of the big pop festivals, yeah, like Rock and Rink, you can buy um, tickets. Yeah. And, it's, and, and I want to say maybe up to three months ahead. Through
0: yeah, about that some, time some of the festivals are actually uh, sold out way before Christmas for the coming year because it's quite popular for, no, for, right, for, yeah. um, for people to, to give the, 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 the tickets um, as Christmas gifts.
1: Yeah, actually, as a matter of fact, that reminded me. There's a big drum and bass festival happening in Belgium. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest drum and bass festival in the world. Um, and their tickets are going up on sale, I think, at the end of July. But get this, the festival's not until next year, February. Yeah. So it's going to be... I, I really want to want to try to go, go and get the experience. I think I might be able to, but... Yeah, um, yeah so early births are a really great way to do it.
0: If, if, they, if they are available, um, also, I would say, if, if, if you're a more spontaneous traveler, you... you... Could look up um, one-day tickets. Yeah, uh, they are usually available as well um, because there's not the same focus on one-day tickets as there are on, on on you know the the entire event ticket. Um, what right. do you call those? F- full program tickets or something? Um, because. Usually, people will go for the full program, and that 's where the, right. the the main focus is but But there are uh, to most festivals there are one day tickets available as well so so definitely yeah. check it out um,
1: on this smaller scale too like this open air um, there's a lot of cultural centers like if you 're traveling to any city in Germany, they will have a an info center mm-hmm. where you can find all the all of the cultural happenings that are happening, exactly. All the cultural happenings that are happening, yeah. <laughs> All the cultural events that are happening, and um, open airs are a great, also a great opportunity. Yeah, there are some of those that are um, that will be a single day, and then some that sort of bleed over into the next morning. Exactly. I know Berlin is one of those places where, um, at any given weekend, you'll have techno playing 48 hours. Yeah. And it's not something that stops. Um, I think that's another cooler thing. Because there's an idea of going out clubbing, and then there's an idea of just sort of having this festival in this more open area. It's more open because of the weather. It's warm. People are enjoying the hot summer sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last recommendation that I would make is if you do go to some of these festivals in, in sort of like in these fields where they rent them all from farmers and stuff, you can go to Dykman which is a very, fairly uh, inexpensive place to buy shoes. Yeah. And uh, just buy shoes that you could wear for the festival and thrash them. Yeah, exactly. Expect to be walking around Ex- uh, so muddy, dirty ground. Now
0: you mentioned the word trashing. Um, it's been in the media um, recently, and it's, in fact it's in the media every summer during the festival season that people mm-hmm. are not really good at cleaning up after themselves.
1: You know, and it's shocking, right? Because the Germans have a really good tendency to clean and to recycle. Yes,
0: it's absolutely not in the German culture to leave your trash behind. Uh, no. Yet.
1: <laughs> in the <laughs> festival, that's exactly
0: <laughs> what happens. <laughs> and, and there's a media outcry every summer that no, this is this is worse than ever. And
1: <laughs> that's right. There are people who are opposed to some of these festivals because they think it brings bad. A lot of, and they do. I mean, our friend Alexio, he 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 was interviewed, and he uh, he has sort of exposed like all the trash. But it's really shocking, right? Because some people will buy the tent, set it up, and they'll just leave it. They just leave it. They'll 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 just go home without the tent
0: after the three, four days, and just leave it to someone else to clean it up, which is. it's highly unusual uh, because the the Germans are not normally like that um but in this context apparently um oh. it's it's I, I wouldn't say it's okay because you obviously you should clean up after yourself but but um a lot of uh, festival attendees they they just don't they just leave it maybe they think they they mistakenly think that it's included in the in the ticket fee or the camping fee that, you know, other people just it clean up. It's going to be
1: taken care of. Yeah, but even if it was, I think that um, it's a break from the culture of sort of self-reliance and, you know, just keeping, yeah, like you said, keep, pick it up after yeah. yourself. Yeah. It's totally counterintuitive. I wonder if it's just because of the disposable nature of uh, of our modern lives, you know. I know that in America, we're, you know... Are, We worry about, um, I just heard this guy say yesterday, he's a sales, uh, uh, he's like a sales coach, and so he's always talking about um, expanding the bottom line, don't worry about how much you can save. just expand the bottom line. So he says, you know, he found like a a half-drunk soda in his, like the office refrigerator, Mm -hmm. and he like threw it away, he's like, you don't need to worry about this, you know, you should you shouldn't try to save it. You should just figure out how you can afford more cola. Now, while that's uh, over, obviously in the sales world, that's a good thing because you're selling more mm-hmm. and you're making more money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not sustainable. And I think that that's why, this is why these programs of like here in Germany we have the Gelbsack, you know, where we separate the packaging and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Those are, you know, those are the reasons why because we realized like, we will continue to use plastics and packaging, but we need to separate that and not allow it to get commingled into the other trash mm-hmm. that we have. But yeah, this festival is something that's it's bad. So if you come, don't follow the crowd. No, no, pick up after yourself.
0: Clean up after yourself. There are actually um, they had a program in the Roskilde Festival in Denmark this year where they there were there was an area of of um, of the campsite where. I don't know if it was cheaper to stay there, but but the, 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 they required then that that if if you you stayed in that particular area, that was like a sustainable and clean area, the green area, and everybody mm-hmm. cleaned up after themselves, and it was kind of a and, you know the, there was a great motivation to 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 leave the campsite just as you as it as it looked when you came, so right. that was completely clean and it and it worked, it was a success. But it was only part of the, it was only part of the uh, camp camp area. Um, but I think next year, think because it was a success, I think next year they will they will expand that. Yeah.
1: I remember in an electronic music festival in America, they were starting to provide a, a water fountain, mm-hmm. and so they were encouraging people to purchase. I mean, you would have to purchase this tin can that has the festival logo. But then you could go to these water fountains and refill mm-hmm. so that you wouldn't have to, so they would avoid using plastic bottles. I mean, you know, if you're drinking four or five, six bottles of water, because they're small, uh, then you're creating, you know, more plastic waste. Yes. And so the festival, you know, and I think, um, I want to say that it was a really good investment. Uh, it, the price was, I think they worked it out. I don't think the festival was making a profit from it. It's more as that they just wanted to have that initiative yeah. of, we're going to try to do water in a different yeah. way to make it sustainable.
0: They, they they were making a point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. Yeah. Sustainability is important because yeah. we have to protect our our planet.
0: So, um, I guess the takeaway from this episode, Philip, is just if you are interested in in, I would say any musical style, there's prob there's there's likely to be something going on. Yeah. Um, when you come to Germany, I mean, Germany is a vast country. There, there are eighty million people living here. There's, there, there's a subculture for almost any, anything. Um, in yeah, terms of I
1: was gonna actually mention that the subcultures are probably gonna be the thing where you'll you'll be amazed at how much sub subculture festivals oh, yeah. exists. And I think summertime is the perfect yes, time because is. the weather is right. So those crowds, will, they become bigger. They're more accessible. Yep.
0: Exactly. So thank you very much for listening. This was um, another episode of Dealing with the Germans. Our Twitter handle is Germans Podcast. Find us there. Um, we will publish um, this and any other episode on our Twitter account. And um, stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't don't forget to like and subscribe and tell your friends about this great podcast. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Bye.